It's basically, well, it is the final day of the Sydney Carnival. It's not the championships, but I think the championships should head into a third week. We've got the All-Age and the Champagne, but unfortunately, Michael Wood and his team and Racing New South Wales and the ATC can't take a trick because... Guess what? We're on another heavy track and it's a heavy eight this afternoon, which means Private Eye doesn't take his place in the all-age stakes. Joe Pride deciding to send him up to Brisbane for the Kingsford Smith and the victory before that. So he'll have a Queensland campaign now, Private Eye. And Jules, it's an interesting race when it comes to the market because I'd be fascinated to see what they do with Giga Kick from this wide gate because we had... Um, the team on there on Thursday, Clayton Douglas for the stable mail, and he was weighing up whether he would start this horse on a heavy track. Yeah, OK, death taxes and rain during the Sydney autumn carnival, isn't it? <laughs> the, the, three, the three things we can rely on. Um, he's solid. He's really solid in the market, Giga Kick. So they've decided to run him, so it's game on. But, yeah, he's really solid. So uh, no, no chink in his... Armour from a market perspective. Uh, if you like Marzu, I think you can get $6. I don't reckon that will last. I think that'll be a horse that tightens up throughout the day. And then the rest, you can sort of feel that yeah, they might hold their price, but they'll probably have to soften because I think there's enough support there with Giga Kick and Marzu in particular um, to be solid. The Japanese horse, Ho Ho Amay Amazon, pretty solid as well. So one of those ones... Um, a bit like the horse that ran in the Queen Elizabeth. Not too much idea about it, but don't actually want to be actively laying it and just being very, very mindful of those kinds of horses. So they're the three that I think are solid enough in the market. And as I say, I think the rest, you'll probably get a better price than what you can see right in front of your face now. Dicko, I want your thoughts here and then you, Jules, in regards to Zaki. Um, he's a horse that's obviously... Uh, probably going to bowl along. The trials look reasonably sound. He's pretty good on a heavy deck. Um, is this a horse that might be hard to run down on this surface? And with that, if we see that, maybe a little bit of bias um, towards horses that are up the front on this on this surface. Are we going to see a bit of a go from the 550? Because I'm thinking we will. Uh, I don't know what will happen, but I'm going to lay in. Um, I, I hate horses that have got random setups and they've missed work and, and I think he's a 1,600 metre to 2,000 metre horse but he's going to get a few things in his favour. I reckon the track will favour on post horses which should be him but he's not going to lead as easily. Like We saw him not lead throughout his preparation before he went to the um, Champions Day at Flemington last preparation. They were 1,600 metres to 2,000 metre races. This is going to be a lot faster run than those races were so he's not going to get it just given to him. Um, but if the track stays in a heavy and and it has been favouring horses that are settling like in those first four, I don't see how he drifts, but um, <laughs> certainly I hope he does, Jules. Yeah, it's a really interesting one because if he does drift, you know that he's not there. So yeah. that's a great guy. I think he's one of these horses where you just don't need to back him right now. You can wait till the death and get more market intelligence. So if you miss the $6 and he starts 480 I think, yes, you've missed the price, but it's a great guide that you know this horse is rocking and rolling, ready to go. I'm a little bit worried about him today. I think you're first up on a really heavy deck. What's he going to be like in that last 200 metres? My gut feel is he's not going to be 100% wound up, so he means he's going to be a little bit soft. And he's got a horse that runs second you know, in the TJ uh, as a three-year-old who's now third up, ready to explode. Um, it just sets up a little bit sticky for him, the same as what uh, I think Dicko's saying. But I think this is the perfect horse that you don't need to know the dog before it goes to school. Just wait, 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 and then you can back it if you want. 
a lot. She no, was that's old school. Yeah, I know. Of course, I, I know yeah, I've never heard that. I know oh, you I'm touched happy, on him. I know you touched on him just before, but this Japanese horse fascinates me because he's trained by one of the world's very best. They say he's the best chance for Japan to strike at this carnival, and he's got some pretty handy form lines. And he's at a like he's at a big price for mine. Like, he hasn't. Is it like he hasn't really firmed in since it's the final field? It's fields. the exact same setup as last week. No one knows what to do. No one will lay him. And if the track goes into a soft or or it improves even further, he'll firm. It's. I, it's a, I think the market will be against him on a heavy track and will come to him on a soft six or better. And what about my old favourite Cascadian? Like he's had some back heels. I have. Yeah. You know, well, they're all like, wear blue. The, the, the no. question mark here for, for me as a punter is like, well, last week I wanted to back this horse over 2,000 metres in a Group 1. Now I want to take him at a 1,400 metre race. It just grazed me right up. But the market's a little bit horned up for him early on. Um, <laughs> if it stays school. heavy, he's absolutely flying this horse. Um, I wouldn't want to lay him, Jules, but I, I think 400 metres probably just short of his best work. Yeah, no doubt. I sort of I agree with you. It seems to be just a feel here. The few of these horses that are tightening up, they're... Happy with the wide draws, so Cascadian, Marzu, and, and Giga Kick, and even to a lesser extent the Japanese horse is in seven. So possibly are the bigger guys thinking that you know this track is tight, and I know the rail goes out to seven meters, and we've been sort of in in uh, around that four last week. But are they starting to back horses with the wide gate? So again, when you're looking at these markets and seeing horses firm in throughout the day at Randwick. Try and find a pattern. Is there a pattern with, okay, yeah, it's going to be wet trackers, but more importantly, it could be barrier-related. So um, I think that's something to keep an eye on. That is such an insightful pearl. That's amazing information. Don Corleone militarised. Like, militarised continues to be heavily supported. I think he's touching odds on now. Jules, what price will he start for Joe? Yeah, I I think unless we see him parade poorly or something happens... You know, from now till then, I think you're only going to get red figures about militarise. And um, we speak about it a lot with these young two-year-olds who don't have many starts. You could just throw out the SP from the previous start. So he wins, and he wins so convincingly last start. But people go, oh, yeah, but he started at 20s or 30s. And we see it so often with these horses, a two-, three-year-old. You know, I remember September run, one up the straight at 40s one day, and then, you know, started favouring the Kumar. And people were like, well, how can I back this horse? It just doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. So the market's pretty solid militarised. There's been good support, Don Corleone, sort of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we speak about two different markets within the one market. Um, Probably going to touch back out to $4, I think. Uh, Outside of that, I couldn't really find anything they really wanted to charge into. I think Tom Kitten probably starts single figures. Um, But not much else, Dick. I don't know if you had anything else here from a market perspective. I think it's essentially a two-horse race, and it's a really like a fascinating test case for SPs in young horses because if, if the SP is the truth in these young horses, the, the market will come for Don Corleone. It started $7 versus $21 last time these two horses met. I'd, I'm with Jules, though. The market right now, since 9 o'clock, we've had 30 minutes, is gonna is telling us that Militarise might start in the red and Don Corleone's probably going to start with a four in front of it. Will Magic Time be the shortest price favourite for the day in Sydney, Jules? She goes around, of course, in the car stakes. Possibly. There's there's enough support for... Opal um, Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so here's, here's the example where we talk about a horse that's a short price favourite, 
Yeah. Are they backing anything around it? Are they backing the third, second, third, fourth pick? Well, there's enough support here for Opal Ridge and there's enough support here for Alentia to suggest if you want a better price about Magic Time, because currently that $1.80, $1.85, the market's telling me that you will get a better price about Magic Time okay. at some stage throughout betting. Yes. That is interesting. And it's the same Just... scenario, Jules, as the other race with the young horses, like, Sort of who cares what price this thing started last start? It was yep. very, very impressive on a very similar track. Um, very seven, similar field. There's no real knock on the horse, but the market's sort of saying, I think they're a little bit closer than what they are right now. In the yep. what are you doing? What are you doing with Valana today, Jules, and then Dicko on the Hallmark Stakes? Uh, look, this is a tricky race, really, isn't it? Because you've got the Blue Army sort of with the three the three of the four really key hopes. So, um, Valana in essence, like 260 put up and now you can get sort of 270, 280. I think it's possibly going to continue to soften. It's not a massive gap in it. The, the, the big crack that you go, yeah, this is going to be 350, 360, but I think you're going to get better than that. Um, horses like Gravina, really solid. Uh, Bacchanalia, there's enough support there with some smarties that bet with me to suggest that it's going to be solid throughout betting. Um, again, one of those ones where you've got your favourite, but they're happy to back second, third, fourth, fifth pick a little bit, suggesting if you like Valana, don't need to back it right now. Best price will be closer to the jump. Yeah, well, I'm holding yeah. some money Gravino. I, I thought the interesting horse here, Jules, is Key Largo, like race fit, swims, yep. excuses the last few. It's the blowout in this race for me, but you, you kind of then have to have an opinion that one of these things is vulnerable and to say that Valana's vulnerable, I think, is a bit flary. Um, okay. You know, it's got Nash. It, it swims. It's going to tick a lot of boxes. And then there's even that wah-ha-ha falls. For, for, it, like, it's a very good horse. Swimmer. We're, we're, we're going to get to the news if if it's worth any, if it, anything for any of our listeners out there. The driver doesn't want Grafina today. Oh, he's back, is he? <laughs> yeah. He's back. I, he sort I, of went to ground a little bit, didn't oh, he? The big fella. Um, Miles just quickly wants to have a chat about the JR8. Yeah, I just wanted to mention in the JR8, it's one of the more open races probably for the day with $6 the field. Um, there's a horse in there that's had support and going to continue to get more in Cadre du Noir for the Mayusis team. Yeah. Um, the 11, I think you could have got close enough to 35s. You're already in the 23s. Oh, okay. So horse is probably going to start closer to about $14, $15. Let's take the news at 735 Loves yeah. it. <laughs> His stable mower was woeful yeah, the other day. It. Gab Nat let him up the, the, the garden path with the Doncaster tip. What, with you're, Duke DeCesar? Yeah, you're breaking How's the ride on it? Oh, duh, here we go. <laughs> well, you're sounding like Dicko now. 